Welcome to Killing Me Softly, The Lighter Side of Wellness, the podcast that sprinkles reality on your kill salad of life. I am your host, Amanda Hansen, certified nutrition coach and owner of Ignite Nutrition and Fitness here in Twin Falls, Idaho. I help people from all walks of life better understand nutrition and how it relates to personal, mental, and physical health. Killing Me Softly, where we take the hell out of healthy living and we put the fun back into functional fitness. Today's episode, we're going to talk about mindset and motivation. We're joined by my good friend and fellow wellness enthusiast, Jameson Wood. So welcome, Jameson. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I absolutely am uh, actually really excited about this because I know that you and I have been talking about recording some of our conversations for quite some time because we tend to go down the rabbit hole and things. So I'm excited to see what we can actually focus on today in this 30-minute time span that we have. But before we jump into it, I want to just kind of give a background on Jameson, who she is, what she does. Jameson has a background in fitness and worked as a certified personal trainer for quite some time before starting her own business, Clarity Business Strategies and Development, where she helps business owners develop their teams, build culture, and grow their business. She's also recently started a new venture where she brings business owners together in a unique way to help build networking relationships. To sum it up, She pretty much knows her stuff about self-development, personal growth, and um, how to build better habits. So, Jameson, what exactly is it that you do when it comes to building culture? What are some um, strategies that you use to help build a culture inside of a business? Wow. Well, thank you. First off, thank you for the introduction. So, as a coach, regardless if it was in the fitness industry 10 years ago or in the business space like I am currently— Coaching has always been a huge thing for me because I I love the collaboration with people and seeing people reach their aha moments. Mm -hmm. I know how powerful that can be. Obviously, I've had my own growth and development. So that's where whatever label you want to put on that coaching piece, that's where it's so impactful. So as a business coach currently, if I'm doing team building, um, I'm certified with DISC Workplace Profiles. And so that's a personality profile for the workplace specifically. I love doing team building with that component because it really helps people build self-awareness. And I think that is the first piece you need to have Mm -hmm. when you're in a development state. You can't change. You can't grow. You can't get better if you don't have any awareness about what you're trying to fix or what you're trying to do. Absolutely. And it goes, that's health, that's business, that's fitness, Mm -hmm. that's relationships, that's your own personal journey. Like the awareness piece is so, so important. Absolutely. I I think that that is probably the most powerful because a lot of the times I see working with clients, you know, everybody's different and and Mm -hmm. what works for me is not going to work for somebody else. We all have our own journeys. We all have different things that drive us. You know, we seek different types of rewards. So understanding that you can't just model your journey after somebody else's and, 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 you know, mimic their behaviors. It it just doesn't work that way. That's what makes us feel like we're failing at, at what we're trying to implement into life. And that's where social media has really played a not great role. Social media sucks. (laughs) Yeah, because we compare ourselves, but honestly, people on social media, even the best, the best, they're all going through something, went through something. They hit rock bottom before they hit the top. Mm -hmm. Like I get a lot of comments lately, people saying, hey, it's so great to see what you're doing. 
And it's all positive. But where that positive shift that they've seen in my mm -hmm. life, it's because I made some really hard changes in the last year. And that's that's changed my trajectory. But exactly. people don't know the hard changes no. and nor do they need to know. But that's where people start comparing and think, man, they got it figured out. They do everything so well. Well, there's mm -hmm. a struggle and there's a grind. And it, it starts with mindset, right? Absolutely. And I think that's, uh, we talked about that in a in another podcast of like, we view other people through like the, this perfect lens and, you know, we don't see the struggles that it took for them to get to where they're at. We don't see how many times they absolutely fell on their face trying to achieve something. And, and even if that just means, you know, creating better eating habits or, or sticking to a, a workout routine, mm -hmm. there's a lot of failure that happens before we actually get a grasp on it. And when we're not being honest with that, um, and, and I don't think that none of us, we don't need to take to social media to, you know, air out all of our dirty laundry no. or, you know, share those, those things. Those are very intimate things that, that are ours personally. And, and, you know, we can share with the people close to us, but unfortunately when it comes to when we start to share the great things in our life, it can um, maybe be a deterrent for people who are struggling because mm -hmm. they don't they don't understand that it hasn't been a perfect road. So that's something I've I've learned the hard way of of trying to not share even all the good aspects of my life on social media. If I'm not willing to share all the bad aspects, you know, like really rein it in, try to um, kind of practice what I preach. And and I don't want to air my dirty laundry, so I should, you know, not be airing all my highlight reels either. So let's dig into motivation because you and I agree on this topic. First, let's put it out there that motivation is an absolute lie. It's, <laughs> it doesn't exist. It, I feel like it's, you know, a marketing term motivation is is a fleeting feeling it's it's like a dopamine rush that we get when we start to experience something new emotions shift you know we we throw ourselves all into something we start creating these goals unattainable goals sometimes of like i'm going to go to the gym 5 days a week and i'm going to you know only eat certain foods and and i'm going to stick to this super restrictive way of life and we get so excited because what we think the reward is on the other side. That's what's what's driving us. Mm -hmm. But the reality is motivation is it, it doesn't exist. You're not going to feel that way a weekend, two weeks in or however long. So I know it's sold a lot to people about find your motivation, Be find motivated, your passion, yeah. but it comes down to being disciplined for sure. And that's the hard part. That's the hard part, but it's really not. I think being motivated is harder than finding discipline because if you are looking for motivation, whether that's intrinsic or an extrinsic, you're always waiting for something mm -hmm. to come along that's going to be the thing that's like, oh, I finally feel motivated. I'm motivated for the trip or I'm motivated because summer's here, whatever the case may be. But like you said, that's fleeting. When mm -hmm. you're disciplined, you're saying, I am worth this regardless of the weather, regardless of the season regardless of anything that's going on in my life, like I need this for me. And I know that like discipline is almost an aggressive word, but it's, it's really what we, when we, okay, everyone loves a good analogy. And Absolutely. <laughs> so like I read this book, it was talking about how everyone struggles with discipline. 
How many times do you do laundry and you wash it and you put it in the dryer and then you take it out and you don't fold it? Sometimes I don't even take it out of the washer. <laughs> That's gross. It's a good week and then I have to rewash it. <laughs> okay, so that too. So the the piece of like not following all the way through and not folding it and putting it away or hanging it up, that mm. is a lack of discipline. And as humans, we experience that every single day. And once you identify where you can put discipline into your life and how much better that feels to have that discipline and to follow through on things that make you feel better or make you live a better life, step into your purpose, be a better person, then all of a sudden discipline is like, forget motivation. I don't want to be motivated. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to be disciplined because I want to be the best version of myself. I, I agree. And I think a lot of the times like we have to almost like reframe motivation. And I, in the beginning of my wellness journey, um, especially when I first started going to the gym and I was trying to implement that as a normal routine into my life, I can't remember one time that I actually wanted to go or that that um, I was excited to go. And I started to apply it to the same way um, I applied going to work in the morning. Am I jumping for joy when I would clock in for work in the morning? Absolutely not. But I was motivated to show up because I needed to pay bills mm -hmm. because I needed what was on the other side of me doing that uncomfortable thing because that the reward was worth it. So it's the same when it comes to wellness, fitness, nutrition. Am I going to be motivated to always work out and always eat right? No. But I know if I throw all of that away and and do what I want to do, on the other side of that is me feeling like crap again. Mm -hmm. um, I could re-trigger depression, anxiety. I could, you know, completely go back to living that lifestyle where I was absolutely miserable. So it's not so much of what the reward is. It's what I'm trying to avoid um, a negative outcome. Mm -hmm. So motivation can go lots of ways. Well, and like motivation too, that, that quick outcome, that instant gratification. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, why do we go to McDonald's? Instant gratification. We know it's going to make us feel like crap, but mm -hmm. we do it because it's cheap. It's easy. It's, it's a happy meal, whatever. Our kids want it, mm -hmm. but where's the discipline to make that decision? And so I think with motivation, like you said in the beginning, we've kind of been pumped that like, oh, get motivated, stay motivated, mm -hmm. you know, grind it out, grind it out, choose your why and why's are amazing. But at the end of the day, when you truly have your why, mm -hmm. it's not that isn't motivation. You're disciplined because that why is so important to your family, your career, your finances, your goals, whatever that is. Absolutely. It's a disciplined action. I think that brings us to the next point of, you know, the steps of of. First, what is motivation? How we can find motivation when we put in the right, you know, narrative of motivation. But finding your why is, I think a lot of people miss that and they don't understand that that why needs to be incredibly powerful. Mm -hmm. It needs to be very tied into your values. It needs to be tied into, you know, what you love about life, what, what um, drives you on a daily basis. So, for me, that was um, my son and being able to show up as a good mom on a daily basis that he deserved to have somebody that had, you know, her stuff together and wasn't constantly falling apart. So that why was really deep to me. My why also had a lot of medical issues behind it. So it wasn't something that it wasn't like I'm, I was trying to change my body or implement something so that I could look a certain way because that's so 
low lying mm-hmm. when it when you're just focusing on the physical aspect of it. I want to lose weight. I want to be able to wear a swimming suit and not feel embarrassed. I understand why that can be important and like it's confidence exactly self-worth. confidence yeah. is important, but it has to be tied to something much deeper than just changing your physical appearance. And until we can find our why, we're going to struggle with being disciplined and adhering to creating the new habits that we know will bring us a better lifestyle. Can I share my why? Absolutely. Okay. Cause I'm, I'm not married. I don't have kids. So I don't, I can only imagine what that love and connection is like for a child. I don't have that, but my why the recent development, I have this vision of what I want my life to be like in 10 to 15 years. And it does have a family with it. I'm, I have a husband, I have a small family. We're doing our thing. And for me as an, entrepreneur and independent business consultant, you know, there's this grind and it could be easier just to go, you know, get a job somewhere and get the paycheck. And, but what I'm doing now is I am working for a vision. I want to be home with my children. I mm-hmm. want to raise my kids. We're in this weird time of society. I don't know what it's going to be like <laughs> in 10 years. I want to have complete control that I'm going to raise my kids and I want to be the best mom I can be. I want to be the best version of myself. And mm-hmm. I haven't been. And I've, I've, that awareness. I'm aware of where my shortcomings were and are. I'm not perfect on Mm -hmm. any level, nor will I ever be, but I want to continue to step into that best version of myself. And that's, that's like with my faith, that's with my health. I do have some health things that um, I'm always trying to improve Mm -hmm. and it's a constant progress. And with my relationships, like how I show up in a relationship absolutely, and what I'm going to teach my family, how I'm going to engage with my family. I don't have those things now, but I have a vision for it and I want it because I believe like if I put it out there, if I have this vision for it, it will come to fruition. That happens all the time. That is my why. And so a lot of people, I feel like mine is audacious in a sense because there's not nothing super tangible with it, but it is what keeps me grounded when I would just want to throw the towel in. Because finding motivation as a business owner to, you know, I have three different things going on and all of them are kind of in a startup phase. Sometimes I look at myself, I'm like, what are you doing? But then I have those conversations with people who are important to me and I go back to that vision. And I'm like, no, I'm going to make an income. I'll mm-hmm. have multiple streams of income. I'll raise my family. We're going to live a good life. I agree. That's where it's at. I think that that why is exactly where the why should be seated. I can tell you from my experience of I was a single mom for for many years and I look back at that time frame and that was when I was the at my most unhealthy point of life. And I wasn't even using or drinking at the time, so I was sober, but I was just very unhealthy. I wasn't mm-hmm. taking care of my body and I look back at how quickly I would snap on my my son. Exactly. You know, he would get on my nerves so quick and it, I felt like I just spent the years constantly yelling at him, criticizing him, almost projecting my suffering onto him. And it wasn't intentional. It wasn't, you know, in an abusive way by any means. But I can see where having your health is is so much more than physical. And obviously, we're going to keep talking about this subject over and over that it's not a physical thing. <laughs> it's It's total wellness. But when I wasn't taking care of my body, I wasn't able to take care of of anything else around me. Mm-hmm. And and people suffered whether, you know, we tie that directly to, oh, it's because I was eating a crappy diet and not taking care of myself. So I yelled at my kid a lot. I mean, that doesn't sound like 
a very sane thing, but, but it they is. they go hand in hand. You know, it truly is. And most people that I know who tend to be a little snappy or kind of maybe they're a little bit mean people, they're usually pretty unhealthy too. And they're pretty miserable in their day-to-day lives and they can't help it. Life is hard for them and it's overwhelming. So, Well, and I want to piggyback on that. Like they're pretty unhealthy. People, you know, they might be thinking of someone in their brain. It's like, oh, but they look healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look healthy. But how are, what's their sleep? What's mm-hmm. their, or do they get outside? Do they have a good relationship, like a support group? That is all part of our wellness, our mental health. And it mm-hmm. goes hand in hand. And so like in the fitness and food space with it, right? Like if you are eating better and you're moving your body and you're feeling better, then that's going to help you not be so snappy or not be project your own stuff onto other people. Absolutely. I've been in that space and I look back, I'm like, whoa, because when you're in it, you have blinders on, like you almost can't see it. Or if you do, you don't want to admit it. But when you move from that space into a better space, you're like, Whoa, I, know. I did that. That I was know. me. I know. I, but it's human. That makes us human. And that's is. how we get awareness. And that's how we grow. And that's how we become a better version of ourselves. You have to have like those ugly moments to become beautiful inside and out. I right? agree. Like you have to have the struggle. You have to you have to fail and and uh, take that as an opportunity to learn. That's, oh, that's sure. another huge thing that I think that that's maybe a conversation for another time of understanding that failure is is opportunity. But I think a lot of the times when we're in that space, like our perception is our reality. Mm-hmm. So to us, everything's Preach. hard. Everybody, everybody, you know, has it out for us. The world is against us. And that is our reality. Nobody can tell us any differently. And it's until we move out of that and we look back at it. So I kind of put that out there for a lot of people that I work with or just, you know, people that I know that that have a hard time with motivation or mindset. It usually comes from... They're just in a space that they can't see past it. They're they telling themselves see, a narrative exactly. that won't let them see past. They're what's creating in front of them. their own. Mm-hmm. They're they're this constant struggle around them by these tiny little habits that that they're putting all their attention into. Mm-hmm. And it's I want to be able to just like well if you stop doing X Y Z <laughs> that's going to stop happening, but they it's you can't comprehend it until you get on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. So. I think movement is the best thing to create motivation to we have to get ourselves out of the space that's creating the negative mindset in the first place. Stop mm-hmm. repeating the same patterns. Because- Stop telling yourself something like even when people say like my sickness, my disease, I'm fat. No, like your body wants to work for you, not mm-hmm. against you. So say the sickness, the disease the extra fat on my body that I'm currently losing. When mm-hmm. you shift even the smallest pieces, like you rewrite that narrative. Absolutely. And it's like, instead of saying I'm broke, say, you know, I'm fi- money will come. I'm, I'm working hard. It's coming. Mm-hmm. I'm going to earn money. I'm, not, I'm broke is, all the time. I'm, I'm yeah. getting through it. Absolutely. Those little shifts and just how you speak to yourself, they add up so quick. And then you start hearing other people speaking mm-hmm. in such a negative way sense and you're like okay you can you start to see it and that has been a huge shift for me because when you're not healthy when you're frustrated when all those things are happening right and you just kind of have that narrative where you Mm -hmm. can't see past your nose a lot can open up really quick if you get out of your own way 
I agree. But I, it comes from mindset. It's mindset. And people <clears throat> will give you every excuse in the book. But at the end of the day, they have to make the choice that they want to grow. And I truly believe you have to have awareness. Then you can start wanting to grow and heal and be on that journey, whatever it is. But then you have to work your mindset. You can't just like read a book and say, I'm growing. No, you have to do the hard work mm -hmm. and identify where your shortcomings are and then choose to change them. I'm still like, I preach this, believe this. I work on this all the time personally and with clients, but I still struggle with it. Yeah. Like running a business, sometimes I get in my head mm -hmm. and, or I don't do things that I know I need to do and I put them off and it's, I'm not motivated to do it. Right. Because there's a thousand other things and mm -hmm. it goes back to that discipline. And sometimes I fall short on discipline, but that's okay because I'm aware of it. And I know exactly. I'm not in denial. I'm not blaming other people. I'm not saying, <clears throat> Oh, I'm too busy. I can't do this. It's I'm falling short and I see it and I need to keep myself accountable. Well, I think it's it's important to remember, too, that no matter how long, you know, you you practice motive, you know, mindset or or um, healthier habits, you will always start to slide back into your old patterns. The brain loves prediction. It likes to know what's happening. It likes to keep us safe. And so when we stop being conscious about our day-to-day -day patterns and what we're doing, it's easy. And I have slipped so many times, <clears throat> even if it's little, like for the longest time, I would get up in the morning and just scroll on my phone for hours right? before I would even get in the shower, before I would even like do anything. And then I would get frustrated that I didn't have enough time in the day mm -hmm. to run my businesses and clean the house and exactly. meet with clients and do everything I needed to do. But I had to realize that it was just my lack of keeping myself disciplined. And Absolutely. once I realized that I was quickly, I, it was, I was able to start to implement patterns that got me out of that, that habit. So. Absolutely. So <clears throat> we're almost out of time to wrap things up. What are some things that, that you feel people can easily implement to start building better patterns that could, can result in motivation and better mindset. So start small, like don't try to take off a huge chunk. So if you just know you need to get more water in a day, buy one of those cool water jugs and just do something like that. And that seems so simple. Start small, mm -hmm. read for 15 it's, minutes a true. day. Like they say, okay, so perfect example, 75 hard. That's a really common, popular thing. You do the two exercises a day, one's outside, one's indoor. You drink your water, you do your diet. Like you don't come off of whatever that diet is. You don't come off of it. Mm -hmm. And then what else is there? Exercise twice, 10 pages oh, yeah, of the self development reading. book. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. And for a lot of people they are like, holy cow, that's a lot, right? It is when you bite it all off at once. Mm -hmm. But when you're in that space where you're doing that, working out twice a day, reading 10 pages, drinking your water and having a good diet, that's just your life, right? And yes. that's what that whole book is trying to teach you. So it's like, just find those small little pieces that you know are attainable and you can change. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. And I think yep. a lot of people, they try to um, like, oh, it's, I have kids, so I can't do that. Or, oh, my husband doesn't like those foods, so I can't do that. Or my job doesn't allow me to, so I can't do that. When you hear yourself start saying those, really start asking yourself, is that the truth or is that just what I'm telling myself? If I wanted that, if I want it that bad, what can I do in my schedule mm -hmm. to make it happen? And 
you can always find a way. I'm so guilty of of, of complaining about time that I don't, I don't have time to do things. But then when I catch myself doing it, I reflect back on my day. I think of how much time do I spend doing the dumbest things <laughs> that I possibly can think of. And and the reality of it is, is I'm not, you know, I'm not applying myself. It, I'm not putting the importance where it needs to, mm-hmm. you know, the focus where it needs to go. So that's another thing, too. So this is business, personal, doesn't matter. If you have a long list of to-dos, we always have stuff on our plate. Find three a day. As long as those three get knocked out, the rest, just let it be what it is, whether you get more done or not. But when you do three things a day and you have seven days a week, that's 21 big things that you got done in a week. And that actually is a way to prioritize your time and your space, again, personal or business. And you're like, wow, 21 things. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. But that list sometimes gets so overwhelming. We don't know how to prioritize it. Yeah, that's the truth. Well, I, I like to build lots of a very long, complicated list, but somehow Simplify I get through it. it. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> so, um, okay. So that is, that concludes our episode today. Thank you so much for sitting in and giving us all your insight on motivation and mindset. And I'm sure we'll do this again because we have lots of topics that we can dig deep into. I know it's, I'm proud of us for sticking under 30, but we have to say 26 (laughs) minutes right now. We're doing awesome. So, all right. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends who you think could use a good laugh and a health boost. Join us next week for more laughs, wisdom, and real-life tips to keep you killing it softly in your wellness journey. Until then, this is Amanda Hansen signing off. Here's to healthier habits for real people in real life.